Texas teachers, are you ready for the new science standards coming out next year? This was the hot topic at the recent Texas-based conference for the advancement of science teachers. I share my experience attending this conference and thoughts on the similarities between the Texas standards and the next generation science standards. Hint, they are both based on the same document, a framework for K-12 science education that promotes a three-dimensional approach to science teaching. Plus, Claire and I chat how Vivify is working hard to align all of our lessons to the new science teaks just in time for next year. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, Claire. Hey. So, how's your morning going? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, as of this recording, it is the week before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And as all teachers that are listening know, it is mass chaos <laughs> with all the kids. Why? What do you mean? Um, the kids are checked out and they are hyped up still on Halloween candy. Mm. And just so excited to have be on break that they're just done and wild. So today I just had kindergarten mm. and they're lovely children, but oh my goodness. They came straight to me from music class where they played drums. Ooh. Also not helpful. So Did I just had it. Yeah, you would think, but no, I think it was more like a warrior anthem that like just got them all pumped up for I don't want to destroy my classroom. Your anthem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So I decided, you know, we've been going through the alphabet STEM, mm -hmm. but today I was like, no, that's just not going to happen. So I got out all of like the stations. So I have brain flakes and Kiva planks and magnetiles, zoobs and Legos at tables. That's going to do a rotation. Everything became a projectile and... Oh, no. I mean, if you could see my classroom right now, it looks like a bomb went off and I'm just going to leave it that way because I have first grade next and it's, I'm just going to have them play a game where they have to sort it. I think that's what we're going to do. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm, it was a lot. Okay. Um, you need a scenario now. So there's been a disaster and the crazy elves came and, you know, unorganized all the toys. We need your help. Yes, you're right. It has to be a game. Uh-huh. Yeah. If I put down like a timer or something, yeah, they'll be all over it. Yeah. And like who can collect the most of the same kind of Ooh, yes. object, sure. colors. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can use this to your advantage and like organize it even better. Oh, you're right. There's probably other things they can do. You're right. This is, this should be what we're doing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Glad I helped you plan today. Thank you. <laughs> well, so what luck. have you been up to? I have been good. I just got back from CAST, which is Ooh. the Conference for Science Teachers of Texas. And there's like five thousand people that attend this conference it's cool. crazy yeah like whenever I would do the engineering focused conferences it'd be like like when we go to seek was it like 300 
if that. We fit into an auditorium. Yes. <laughs> a movie theater. And like, I can't even wrap my head around how many people 5,000 is because they never put us in one room. Like that's how big it is. Oh, there's no like kickoff or like keynote? There there would be kind of suggested sections or uh, spotlight sessions that they would have. So I posted in our stories, our celebrity from Texas A&M, um, Tatiana, who is a physics professor, and she put on a show, right? She brought up everything, like the dry ice. She did the little bubble thing that I did for the Halloween yes. science. It was so fun. And she was telling her story, which that was my favorite part, was kind of hearing the background because you see her on mm. like, YouTube and stuff and she gets millions and millions of views. Um, but she's hilarious, like just natural comedian. And like the whole time you're we just laughing so hard because she's like both funny and just just genuinely nice person. Mm. Um, I just loved it. So it was really cool to kind of see her up close even though she lives here I, you yeah know, why didn't we have her as a professor that's someone else in my table was like I was at A&M I studied engineering why wasn't she an option right I'm not gonna badmouth any professors I had but <laughs> I would have loved to have a different physics professor in particular mm -hmm. um so she used to teach uh junior level physics classes just for physics majors and then I guess she was punished with freshman physics. Oh. <laughs> and the funny thing is she had never taught before. She got put first in this junior level and was like, wow, this is easy. She lectured. She gave homework. They were on time. They focused. You know, it was really easy to her. And she's like, I got this teaching thing. And so then she shows up to a lecture hall of 150 uh, freshmen that are taking this intro to physics. She's like, let me just say it went terribly. <laughs> I was not at all prepared. Nobody listened. Everybody fell asleep. Like it was just a horrible experience. And so then the next day she returned and did some like flashbang, wow, wake up kind of like experiment that she's known for. And uh -huh. so that's where it started was putting her in front of freshmen. Ah, so it's kind of like me in front of the kindergartners. Yeah. Except. And she told a funny story. She was like, so then I was like, I've got it. I figured out freshmen. I can figure out anybody. Well, fast forward a few years later, she was put in front of kindergartners. Okay. Yeah. And she said, I had all the slides and all the stuff I normally do. And then oh. realized they don't know how to read. Yeah. So everything I had was useless. Um, so then she had to even simplify it more and make it more entertaining and had to make it really quick and fast and short, you know, with their attention span. So it was really cool to hear her tell us her journey and education going all the way from, you know, 20 something year olds down to kinder. That's amazing. And I feel like that's something that's true. Anytime we talk to educators, everybody always has a story and you'd think we'd get tired. Like we've all kind of feel these stories, but no, like every group of students is different and we always have something to learn from other educators, stories and things that they've learned along the way, which is why we're here. Right. <laughs> I exactly. We both have um, not a traditional path into education. Um, and so it's, it's just interesting to hear how people get into teaching. So I'm like, have always wanted to be a teacher and are now teaching for 30 years. Others like us were like, you know, this is kind of fun. We would always do the outreach activities together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like our first teaching experience was with rockets. Is that like the first thing we did? Yes. I think it was like engineering day 
mm-hmm. in college. I forget what were we juniors or seniors. I don't remember. You know, we did an outreach. We went to an yeah. elementary school. I don't know how that even worked. Yeah, it and was we... at Rock Prairie Elementary. I remember right. that, like the building of it. And yeah, we did rockets and it was like this big STEM day or something. Yeah, I remember there was something with those big inflatable balls that you like, the person would get in it and you'd roll them around. I don't know how that related, but there was one of those. Yeah. (laughs) And then we had, yeah, we'd build rockets out of like toilet paper tubes, I think, and then launch them on some stomp rockets. Right. And we were trying to teach them aerodynamics and we're like, I don't like, what are we doing? But it was so much fun. We're like, we should do this. Yeah. This is like what we're meant to do. And then we did the mentoring program. It was like with freshmen, seniors would mentor freshmen, the college senior aerospace students. And we did a design challenge. I think it was the egg drop. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think you're right. And I remember just some crazy designs with balloons and these like big parachutes. Do you remember this? And yes. would drop it in what used to be Zachary, the main engineering building that got torn down and rebuilt. That's right. Yep. So <laughs> that's how we got started. <laughs> it was a fun, fun journey from there. Um, and that's when years later we realized we never taught anything at all about engineering. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fun, which is part of the, you know, challenge of teaching is getting kids inspired. That's right. You got to get their attention first, I think. Get them, it's the hook, right? Yeah. Get them interested, get the, spark their curiosity. And then you start feeding that with the real stuff. Right. And the conference I was at, it was really interesting. There's a new uh, set of science standards coming out in Texas that are hitting next year. And so the whole conference, it's just a bunch of teachers freaking out about these new standards. And so the most popular sessions were all about the new TEKS, the, the new mm. standards. And so it was like how to, you know, align your classroom to the new standards, blah, blah, blah. And it was just interesting to see kind of these different approaches. I have been studying and working with the next generation science standards for a few years now. They're based on this framework that came out in 2012. And then sitting at this session or at this conference, like you're just doing the next generation science standards, like all the words they were using, like three dimensional learning. Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, that's the NGSS. Like that's exactly what they've been doing for the last 10 years. Um, So I'm glad Texas could catch up, I suppose. Um, And there was a lot of people freaking out about engineering is now being added into science. Um, So this has been happening in other states, right, for mm-hmm. 10 years, some more recently. So there's, it's been like a slow rollout of NGSS as states adopt it. Um, I don't know the politics behind the Texas state standards. My guess would be they didn't want to take the NGSS standards, but they liked the basis of kind of the framework. And so the the, the people that kind of adopted these are saying that they are based on the foundational document. It's this framework um, for science education that kind of created the NGSS. So they're not word for word in the NGSS. They just share similar kind of structures like this three-dimensional learning. So basically each uh, standard needs to have not only a content like photosynthesis or gravity, you know, like a topic you're supposed to understand, but it also has a practice that connects to it. So kind of doing engineering or doing science. So you're doing something, you're learning a skill 
you're learning okay. content. And then it's all connected to these reoccurring themes like patterns or cause mm-hmm. and effect um, that are all across K-12 science. So they're hoping students will understand more big picture ideas of how science works and how all this stuff connects together. So it was just interesting. And I encourage uh, Texas teachers to look at other states maybe that already have a bunch of um, materials because my biggest concern is how we're going to prepare teachers to suddenly switch to these new standards. And hopefully we can help with this engineering side because there's not a lot of support right now for bringing in engineering in Texas. But again, it's happening, you know, in other states and has been happening. Um, Okay, I'm going to pause there for your feedback. Yeah, so I would say first reaction is good thing that we've been doing this for about 10 years because we've always done the engineering standards. We've always done NGSS. And now that there are new teaks coming out, it's not really changing the things that we have out there. So what we are doing is working diligently. We have a a new person that's helping us out and so grateful for her because she is well-versed in the teaks and knows what's going on. She is making sure everything is aligned And so we'll be able to show what standards are being met by each of our lessons, but we have all of that already. So if you are a Texas teacher and you're worried about how you're going to incorporate, especially engineering design, we've got you. We always have. It's already there. Uh, So nothing uh, that we have is now changing because of the new TEKS, but it's not advertised as such as well as it will be once we have those new teaks out and show that it's all aligned. So if you go to our curriculum map, we will be adding all of the standards on there as they, as they come out and as they apply. Yeah. And I imagining more uh, science teachers will find us as they're kind of now being tasked with teaching engineering. Um, It's typically has been in more of the STEM space, which is fairly new to Texas. Um, And so there, I went to a session that talked about, how they're really focused on STEM right now in Texas. And that's happening both in science, but also like the CTE uh, department. Mm -hmm. And so we're here to help. Um, You know, if there are resources that we're missing, if there's some other needs that you have, like, I don't know how to teach this kind of topic or this standard, this practice, let us know. We're always open to ideas. Um, But yeah, everything, all those five products will be aligned to the new science teaks. And that is coming very soon, I imagine by the end of the year, we'll be able to roll it out. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And, you know, you and I are never good at staying with what we've always done. We're always coming up with new things. So just like you said, to reiterate, if there's anything that you have questions about or want to do, we're probably already creating it because we like to change things up and try new stuff. So uh, if you have a challenge for us, we would love to create something new. And I'd love to hear teachers' feedback, Texas teachers' thoughts on the new science standards and how do you feel about engineering being added into your state science standards? Um, And I'm going to give a little teaser for the next podcast. So there is two sessions I went to that were about phenomenon-based science teaching. And one was excellent and one was terrible. And I'm going to share about that in our next podcast. I can't wait. All right. But for now, STEM space out. 
Hey listeners, we want to hear from you. Do you have a quick tip on teaching STEM? Maybe how you store projects, where you get materials, or what not to do. Let us know and we can feature you and your tip on a future podcast episode. Head to vivifystem.com backslash quick tips and let us know your tips for teaching STEM.